Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today and become a member. Immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at podgo.co. And be sure to add our podcast in the How Did You Hear About Podgo section of the application. Welcome to Meow Mix, a Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Jerry. Unfortunately, Stephen is currently in his final interview for Real Housewives of Charlotte, so he cannot make it with me today to go over this drumming that the Carolina Panthers took from New Orleans Saints. So, unfortunately, the season has ended in a Carolina Panthers loss to the New Orleans Saints 33 to 7. The score looks like it was pretty much all New Orleans, but there was a little bit of a chance up until about the third quarter and Bridgewater just gave it up. So before I go into too much details, we're going to go ahead and go to our three key plays of the game. Starting off first quarter, Saints first possession, fourth and one from Carolina's 21. Taysom Hill runs up the middle for five yards for a first down. Now, this was kind of a heartbreaker. You had their first drive, and then you could pretty much, like, get them off the field, get your offense back on there. Taysom Hill just ran straight up the middle, not even a doubt. The next play, Drew Brees hit Jared Cook for 18 yards, touchdown. Wow, what a horrible way to start the game, especially Carolina's first drive was just nothing, three and out. Second key play of the game, second quarter, game tied seven at a piece. Carolina has the ball on New Orleans 18, first and 10. Bridgewater draws back to pass, passes to the middle. DJ Moore picked off. I don't understand why he threw this ball. It was coverage, coverage, coverage. There was three New Orleans Saints all over DJ Moore. And it wasn't even a great pass where only DJ Moore could catch it. No, it was... It was just a horrible pass. Bridgewater had one of his worst games as a Carolina Panther today, and this pass just kind of started it off. Now, our third key play to the game, third quarter, Panthers down 19-7, Carolina on New Orleans 19, first and 10, Bridgewater passed deep right for Ian Thomas and picked off. You're getting the feeling that was it. That was it. They, if they would have gone in there, scored a touchdown down by four, five, you know, they still had a chance. Nope. And this was another just horrible pass. It was nowhere near Ian Thomas. It was short. St. Sky just ran up, grabbed it. <sighs> that was pretty much the ball game. I mean, Carolina quarterbacks were picked up five times because Bridgewater was actually benched in this game, which rightfully so he kind of was dancing around. He had a uh, ice pack on his ankle after he was pulled. 
but it was kind of funny because they said originally it was a thigh injury and then you show him with ice on his ankle and his play was just awful just awful looking at his stats here he went 13 of 23 176 yards and those two really bad interceptions i mean red zone interceptions you can't give those up especially when you're playing a team like new orleans uh pj walker stepped in didn't have much better luck uh five for 14 95 yards and three interceptions so that totals the five interceptions today just overall who it just proves to me this this team needs a better quarterback i think it has a lot of pieces in place for next year but quarterback is not a piece that is put together right now uh moving on ronnie smith got his first touchdown today uh congratulations the only score for the panthers uh, he rushed 10 times for 40 yards and that one touchdown. He had an up and down game. He had the touchdown, but for the most part, nothing really electric out of him. He, his long was only eight yards. Maybe if they gave him a little bit more chance, but you know, this team is not a uh, running game team now. Now, Tommy Stevens activated from the practice squad used to actually be on the New Orleans Saints practice squad. He was the guy, the tight end, I use quotes, that Carolina really liked, but New Orleans drafted him in the seventh round just so we couldn't sign him. And he played for us today. He played quarterback, but he only ran He ran the ball four times for 24 yards. I can see it. I, li- I like that little, you know, gimmick slash, you know, that – non-Cam Newton type of guy who can run up the middle and try to get you the couple yards that you need on third and fourth down. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater also ran three times for seven yards, and Curtis Samuel had three rushes for three yards. He did not look that good rushing the ball today, but he did look good receiving the ball. He had 11 targets, seven receptions, 118 yards. I mean, in the first half, he was... He was the only guy making plays out there on this team. Uh, Later on in the second half, DJ Moore got some garbage time yardage. Uh, He had 11 targets, five receptions, 101 yards. Robbie Anderson, I don't understand it. He had such a strong start to the season. Now he's three receptions, 40 yards on seven targets. He did have a one really nice catch down the sideline from P.J. Walker. It was 31 yards. I mean, it was the ball was placed perfectly, and Robbie Anderson just tiptoed the line and got it in. Just running down the rest, Farrow Cooper had one reception, nine yards, and Rodney Smith had one reception, four yards. Ian Thomas was targeted three times, one reception, negative one yard. Oh, and he had a one big drop, too, that would have brought a first down. I, I know I said we had a lot of pieces, Tight end is not one of them either. So in the offseason, I feel tight end quarterback are definitely something they're going to be targeting in the offseason. Now, moving over to defense and what the New Orleans Saints were able to do with them. Drew Brees, 22 out of 32, 201 yards and three touchdowns. Kind of a Drew Brees type of game. Not very flashy high numbers, but gets the job done. You know, you give him an opening, he's going to complete that pass. Uh, rushing the ball, all their running backs weren't able to r- play today. 
Alvin Kamara, not able to play. Latavius Murray, not able to play. They had to start a Tony Jones Jr., a rookie today, and Ty Montgomery, formerly of the Green Bay Packers. He used to be a slot wide receiver converted to running back, and I guess he is back to slot receiver. He had a 100-yard game against this defense. 18 rushes, 105 yards. He did break one off for 36 yards, but this defense's run gets run defense was finally getting better and it looks to new orleans just chewed him up Taysom hill had seven carries 41 yards and a touchdown uh tony jones jr had three rushes 13 yards Uh, i don't i don't know i don't know where that run defense went to if they went ahead packed up and were ready for the offseason but they did not look good Now, during the broadcast, they brought up that Emmanuel Sanders needed eight receptions to get 60 receptions on the year, and then he gets a nice little fat paycheck bonus incentive, and they wanted him to get that. Sean Payton and the New Orleans staff wanted him to get him 13 targets. 13. He got his nine receptions, 63 yards, and a touchdown. A lot of these were just like little dunk dip-offs passes to him too, just to get those receptions, but good for him. He collects a nice little paycheck for that. Marquez Callaway, three receptions, 51 yards. Jared Cook, four receptions, 43 yards, and a touchdown. Little Jordan Humphreys, I'm not making a joke. That's his name. One reception, 17 yards. Austin Carr, one reception, 11 yards. Taysom Hill, one reception, five yards. Adam Troutman, one reception, five yards. Man, a lot of these guys have one reception. That's how Drew Brees goes. He he spreads that ball around. Juwan Johnson, one reception, four yards. Ty Montgomery, one reception, two yards. About this game, you kind of wonder who wanted to play this game because New Orleans definitely wanted to play it, and Carolina towards the end, just they looked like they were defeated and they were ready to go home. They just... No one on defense really wanted to play that hard. Uh, Sam Franklin had a nice hit, but for the most part, they were just they just walked all over this defense. Can't say much about it. And our defense just let them. Uh, Trey Ballaston led us with tackles, uh, 10 total tackles, one sack and a tackle for lost. Uh, Shaq Thompson had 10 tackles. Uh, Jermaine Carter, eight tackles. Had a solid game in their little game from him he had one pass deflected if he would have whipped his head around a little bit sooner he could have had a pick but he wasn't uh jeremy chen had kind of a quiet game he's had a few quiet games in a row now seven total tackles a one qb hit where he did force a fourth down on it it was a third down he rushed the passer and drew Brees just had to get rid of it before he got annihilated by him uh dante jackson gave up a couple big plays uh, overall, five total tackles, one pass deflection. Uh, Rasul Douglas, uh, he's continuing to struggle as well for tw- total tackles and was beat a few times himself. Ravian Roy, four tackles. Pretty good job. Um, not going to go over every single player here. Um, F.A. Obata had another sack and a fumble. <sighs> he got cut in training camp, and he looks to be one of the better 
players on our defensive line right now. I mean, Brian Burns, obviously the top guy, Derek Brown, but I, but rotation wise, I don't see how you can let him go. I think you have to bring him back. He, he just seems to add that little oomph whenever he's in there. I don't know if he's a full-time starter, but I think as a rotational guy, I think he's really good. And I think we need to keep him around. Good story too, but for the most part, he's, he's a really good player. It seems like, and he, he seems to be willing to do whatever they ask him to do. Uh, Marquise Haynes, quiet day. Uh, Derek Brown, quiet day. I did see him get a um, couple hurries, and he did also have a QB hit. So he just didn't add up in the stat sheet again. That's that's how he goes. Um, looking over this, uh, Joey Sly, he had one extra point. No big deal. No attempts. It seems like the team just does not want to try any field goals at all. Uh, I think they're in the position of moving on from him and wanting to see what this offense can do without him or going for it on third or fourth downs. They went two for four. Not the greatest. Um, mostly running the ball. I have Rodney Smith, you know, up the middle. Um, I know it, I like it. And Stevenson did one as well. I have no problem with going for it again. And, you know, they didn't run the ball and get it that time. So I have no problems with that. This is, you know, this is what you are when you're five and 10 and you're playing a team that's going for the number one overall seed in the NFC. And you got to try and make things happen. Unfortunately, it didn't happen. There's not much else to go over on this game. I mean, the Panthers just lacked energy on the second half. They once, once Bridgewater threw that second red zone interception, the game just completely and utterly just, they just fell flat. I mean, they went one for four in the red zone. One for four. You can't, you can't do that. I mean, I, I kind of glossed over PJ, PJ Walker just because I mean, at that point, the game was pretty much out of hand, but he couldn't do much else. He couldn't do much better. I mean, he walked in there and he threw an interception. I think at one point he was 0 for 5, 0 yards in an interception. I mean, he got a little bit better when the Saints played prevent. They don't want to, you know, give up too many big plays, but they gave up a few like 20 yarders or so over the middle. But once they battened down the hatches and, you know, didn't want to let him go past go in and score they didn't well this is a nice way to cap off the season and i say nice that sarcastically honestly the loss helps the panthers in the draft order unfortunately a lot of the other games we needed teams to win didn't didn't win didn't win houston almost won they had a chance they failed. So they're still number three pick, which is actually given to Miami. Uh, Atlanta almost took, well, not really, but Atlanta had a little chance for against Tampa Bay. Then they got swapped down. Cincinnati never had a chance. Philadelphia, we could jump in the draft order, depending on how the game ends tonight. But Philadelphia is starting almost at, or sitting every starter. They're not going to injure anybody. 
Doug Peterson, the head coach, is safe. So they're not trying to win this game, it looks like. So it looks like Washington's going to win the NFC East. So, and Detroit, I think Detroit had a chance to win their game too against Minnesota, but again, they lost. So we, the Carolina Panthers, will be picking eight unless, like I said, Philadelphia pulls off a miraculous win against Washington football team tonight. I'm going to take a quick short break and be right back with heroes and zeros game grades. And I will look at the playoff picture. Today's episode is brought to you by fanatics. Fanatics is the world's largest collection of official fan gear from all the leagues, teams, and players you love. If you enjoy our shoe and looking to buy a new Carolina Panthers, Jersey, sweatshirt, or hat, you could support us by going to podgo.co slash fanatics and get 25% off your next order. That's p-o-d-g-o dot c-o slash f-a-n-a-t-i-c-s. Fanatics officially licensed everything. And I am back. All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and go over my heroes and zeros for this game. Uh, not many heroes on this game. It could go to one of two people, in my opinion, Curtis Samuel or DJ Moore. Both had a, over 100 yards receiving. I'm giving it to Curtis Samuel just because he seemed to make the plays when it was still in flux. You know, he caught more higher percentage of passes, seven receptions, 118 yards. Uh, he actually sa- saved Teddy Bridgewater from an interception early. He just... Teddy Bridgewater threw the lob up there and Teddy Bridgewater or uh, Curtis Samuel ran back and jumped over his guy and got a nice perception over it. I think it was a 33 yard. So he gets my hero of the game. Good job. He had a really nice season. Uh, He broke a thousand yards, uh, scrimmage yards for the season. That means the Panthers had four players cross the thousand yard scrimmage yards for the season. Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, and Mike Davis. And they ended with 5-11. and 11. So, again, some nice little pieces hid here. They just, you know, they need a few more to really start competing. Hopefully they can get some in free agency and draft. Now, the zero. I think everybody already knows who I'm picking for this. He has looked lackluster lately, and this game was no different. He got benched. Teddy Bridgewater, 13 to 23, 176 yards, two interceptions. He threw five passes that could have been intercepted, and only two of them were. One, DJ Moore saved and got a nice little jump over two guys in reception. Uh, another one was just a drop by Greedy Williams. Yeah, that one could have been taken to the house. And then the two others that were picked off. So Teddy Bridgewater, the experiment I think is done. I think you will be on this roster due to your contract next year and maybe be a stopgap quarterback until a rookie is ready. So I don't foresee us keeping him long-term. I, I like the signing in the offseason. It just didn't pan out. He His deep throws just aren't accurate enough to be a franchise quarterback. He's good at those short passes, but when he tries to force the ball, he just he just doesn't have the long term long accuracy for it. Now my game grade for this. 
I'm going to go D. I mean, really, only Curtis Samuel and DJ Moore look good. The defense didn't really look good. Uh, Jeremy Chin didn't play that outstanding. I mean, Trey Boston had a sack, but, I mean, even then, it still wasn't a great game for him. So I'm going to go D. Um, And, again, losing may be better in this type of situation anyways. Keep our draft pick so we don't drop to, like, 15 or 12. But – 33 to 7 it's just painful painful to watch all right before i sign off for the day i'm gonna quickly go over the current playoffs uh in the afc kansas city wrapped up the first seed uh buffalo bills will be hosting the indianapolis colts in the wild card the number three seed Pittsburgh Steelers will be hosting the Cleveland Browns. And the fourth seed, Tennessee Titans, will be hosting the Baltimore Ravens. That might be a really good game. And in the NFC, card subject to change if Washington loses tonight. First seed, Green Bay Packers. Uh, next week, we will see the New Orleans Saints, even though they won today. They, they did not get the one seed. They will be hosting the Chicago Bears. Third seed, Seattle Seahawks will be hosting the Los Angeles Rams. And the Washington football team will be hosting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And if they lose tonight, it will be the New York Giants at a 6-10 and 10 record. I am kind of hoping for that just because a 6-10 and 10 playoff team would be kind of hilarious in my own little twisted world. But overall, that is our show today. We will be going over our contest winner later this week as well as our year-end review. So we want to thank everyone for listening. If you like our show, please let your friends know. Please follow us on Twitter at Podcast. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at mailbag at meowmixpodcast.com. And if you leave us a five-star review with a comment on Apple Podcasts, we'll read it on our show. Everybody, stay safe out there and keep pounding.